For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the pregame with Matt and Jax. This is the pregame. I'm Matt. I'm Jax. And here's our football podcast for the week. Lots of crazy stuff happening this week with football. And it's not just COVID-related because we have the Michigan-Ohio State game canceled. Rumors that Harbaugh looking for another job in Michigan offering him a lower contract with better incentives. And Ohio State potentially missing the Big Ten Championship, which we won't talk about now, but we'll cover it a little bit later. Right. There's a lot to cover this week. So much so that we had to divide everything up into two podcasts, which we did the first one earlier this week. Which really, you know, it's not that much more work. It's just what we would talk about walking back and forth between our studios anyways. That's exactly right. Yeah. What was it last week that we were seeing at the office watching... Uh, football and my wife was just like you should just record what you're saying right now <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right yeah it was it was all it was all over uh Mitch Trubisky's fumble that cost them the game basically but uh but it was a it was a great sequence yeah it was and we weren't even arguing it was no, just it like wasn't. I was yeah. like dissecting it she's just like is there a mic in here because the announcer <laughs> just said the same thing as us but anyways yes uh, aside from our wisdom and everything that we right. we know here <laughs> let's take a look at the best matchups uh this is a great football weekend we haven't had a really good football weekend in a while it's been a minute i mean last week the entire weekend was overshadowed by the coastal carolina boys right on uh, yeah. BYU. BYU. so yeah. it's a little better this week uh, we've got number nine georgia taking on number 25 mizzou and this is do or die for the bulldogs if they want any type of bowl game that doesn't have mr clean tidy bowl in front of it they better win <laughs> right exactly yeah this will be a shootout i'm gonna tell you that right now and i'm i'll also throw this out there the last time mizzou was ranked number 25 and georgia was in the top 10 mizzou won that game so i'm just th- gonna throw that out there also i'm, I'm gonna say I, I i like mizzou's offense i like what they're doing uh larry roundtree's gonna he's gonna put up some numbers at running back and such and uh connor Bazelak has been uh, uh he's a true freshman at quarterback for uh for mizzou and he's he's been pretty fantastic this year so i'm not saying uh, i'm not saying that mizzou's gonna win that game and of course we'll save the picks for later but this is gonna be a shootout yeah, no, uh, no Missouri bias either. There, <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you, I know a little bit about Mizzou. Yeah, I mean, you do, and I, I respect that. And uh, Georgia has a great defense when they're not playing they Alabama. They do. We've seen them plenty of times this yeah. year. Yeah, absolutely. All right, number 10, Miami taking on number 17, UNC. It's uh, looking to be a great ACC matchup. I think Mac Brown has proven that he's not too old to coach and can stay out of that commentator's booth for the next couple of years if he wants to at least. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, you know, he's shown it with uh, the offense that they have, too. They can put up points in a hurry. And uh, Sam Howell, he's got 26 touchdowns this, this year so far. He's uh, fifth overall in college football with 26 touchdowns and over 3,000 yards passing. So, I mean, he's uh, it's been a pretty impressive showing for UNC this year. Uh, but, of course, Miami, we know how athletic they are and, and what, what type numbers they can put up to all right taking a look at the nfl which is a do or die week for a lot of teams 
The Steelers are taking on the uh, Bills. Mm -hmm. They're going to face off primetime Sunday in a game that could lead to some seeding implications. The Steelers really only need like two wins in the next four to clinch the AFC North. While the Bills, who started off hot, are only one game ahead of Miami. Who would have thought that was going to happen at the end of the season? And they need to keep waiting to, to clutch. Right. And they have kind of cooled off a, a little. They cooled off a little bit midseason, but ever since the Hale Murray <laughs> against, <laughs> against Arizona, yeah. uh, they, they've been kind of on a roll. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting because I, th- I also think that Washington kind of uh, in that game this uh, past, was it Monday or Tuesday? Was that the mo- No, that was Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> I think in that game where Washington came out on top of Pittsburgh, I think they kind of exploited a few things. Uh, against the Steelers, so maybe the Bills can catch up on that. We'll find out. Well, that and the the fatigue of being undefeated and everyone telling them sure. that they're undefeated, right? And then having that in the back of their head, and it's like we can't lose a game, we can't lose a game. Sure. And, like, and every team goes through that too. And it's, what was it like three weeks ago? I was just like, they're going to lose to someone stupid. Yeah. Here comes the football team. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, taking a look at the uh, the Ravens and Browns game. This is going to be pretty huge too. This may be the biggest game with playoff implications. Who would have thought that the Ravens would wind up fighting to get into the playoffs, you know, and not just automatically be in a position to do that? They've had some bad losses keeping them out. And, man, the the Browns finally have it together with what only like their second winning season in 75 years. Yeah, right. And the, and this two games behind the Browns, the Ravens are. And who would, yeah, nobody would have thought that at this point in the, in the season. Uh, but they've had some things happen. But this is the type of the year where we traditionally see the Ravens kind of turn it on towards the end of the season. And John Harbaugh is used to having to go through that. Uh, so it, it's going to be interesting. This is, I think they're going to be a dangerous team to play down the stretch for anyone. As And the Browns, we'll, I guess we'll get to see what Baker Mayfield's really made of. He's got that one two punch with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb behind him but I mean can Baker Mayfield continue to put up the numbers can he continue to put up the numbers and also can they cool off Lamar Jackson because he came back full right. Lamar oh yes he like, did yes, he, he was did. running like mm-hmm. uh, he was dragging to get another Heisman even though he doesn't realize that he's not in college yep anymore. and they're going to be even healthier this week uh, against against the Browns that's going to be a great matchup so this is uh, this week we allude to was crazy for the Big Ten. Ohio State's game with Michigan was canceled due to COVID. This keeps Ohio State a game short of six games uh, played to be in the Big Ten Conference Championship. Bloomington, Indiana was so hyped for like five hours until the Big Ten was like, just kidding, we love you, Ohio State. You'll mm-hmm. make us money. You're in. Yep. I mean, it makes sense if the playoffs allow a team with only six games in. Right. Uh, that makes money for the whole Big Ten Conference if Ohio State can make that happen. Yeah, this is it's really interesting because obviously this is an unprecedented year and such. But keep in mind, this season was really created by the schools and the conferences because, and they knew that there was going to be consequences for some schools at some point down the line. So, uh, you know, I I don't really I don't blame the Big Ten for you know doing this and and whatnot because it's at the point Point where there's some separation between what is currently the top four teams and what the fifth team is right now. So I, I think that was very purposely done uh, to uh, just kind of create what we know is going to be end up being the college football playoff. What it looks like it's going to be anyway. Yeah, Indiana and Northwestern, as good as they were this yes, year, right. they were great teams. They were. 
they're not playoff teams. No, and they're just not at that caliber yet. And uh, Ohio State has really proven that they are at this point. And you know, and kudos to Indiana for kind of being like, "Hey, you know, we want to see you guys succeed." And of course, it's going to help everybody in the long run. Yeah, so. especially if Ohio State manages to make it into the playoffs and mm-hmm. they manage to win, which I don't know. I don't think they've had enough of a sample size to to think that they're. The, the Big Ten, uh, I don't trust the Big Ten ever in football. Right, yeah. Be fair, because, I mean, we always think that Michigan's going to be a great team. And sure. They, they never are. And it's been a, a good team. It's been a kind of a strange year, because we n- didn't really expect much out of Indiana or Northwestern, uh, especially to be where they are at right now. But they've been two of the better teams in the conference right now. But I still think that Ohio State's kind of head and shoulders above them right now. All right, how about the playoffs? Who do we have in? Who Who do you have? Uh, you know, I, I got exactly what it is right now, even though I, I, I think Notre Dame is number two, uh, uh, I think in the rankings, they're number two right now. I would put Clemson at number two over uh, Notre Dame and then uh, stick with Ohio State at number four. Although, I think the toughest matchup for Alabama, as dominant as they've looked all year, is Ohio State. Okay, so what do you have as your, your four teams that would be in ranked? I, w- I, would, have, I would have Alabama. Clemson, Notre Dame, and uh, Ohio State. Okay, so mine, I'm going only ACC versus SEC. Oh, wow. I'm going Bama number one, Clemson number two, Texas A&M number three. Wow, that was a wild card. And then I've got Notre Dame coming in at four. The reason why I think that is I think Bama is going to win the SEC championship. Clemson is going to get revenge on Notre Dame and win the ACC since they have uh, Trevor Lawrence back. Ohio State, I don't think they get in because they didn't play enough games, which is their conference's fault for not starting as early. I know you don't like that answer, uh, but I mean, they, they only started when COVID was worse, sure. and they saw that they were losing dollars yeah. going out there. That's that, the that whole is true, and that's a fair point, too. So, I, I mean, yeah, I, I can't really argue, uh, especially with uh, putting Texas A&M in, because, you know, we and we've had this conversation before, how ever since that Alabama game, Jimbo has had them on fire. He was mad. Like he lost that game, and he was mad. <laughs> right. Yes. And he motivated because he's a great motivator. Absolutely. Yeah. Jim, Jimbo Fisher is one of the best coaches. One of the top coaches in the nation. That's Absolutely. the reason why Texas A&M paid him like seventy million dollars to come there. Yeah. Which is why Texas is going to be stuck <laughs> where they are, and they're looking over at their rival, and they're just like, "Man, I wish we could pay seventy million dollars <laughs> for a good coach." You're right. Yeah. And then they kick the dirt. That's exactly right. So, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, there's still a little bit of ways to go, but we'll find out. And uh, now Jack says tips to save your team from getting the sacco. All right. (laughs) I changed it up a little bit. It is playoff time in fantasy football now. If you're in the playoffs, chances are your team has stayed relatively healthy. But then again, there could be one or two guys on your team that you need to watch out for. Now, it's doubtful you're looking for a QB at this point in the season. But if you have someone that's been underproducing, Taysom Hill is in to start again this week for New Orleans. He's uh, because, once again, Drew Brees uh, still out with injury. Uh, Taysom Hill, he's still available in 25% of the leagues. Don't know how how much that fares in your league. Also, Kirk Cousins is another viable option as he has had over 300 yards passing in each of his last three games. He's still available in over 50% of leagues. And if you're wondering about Jalen Hurts, he's getting his first career start over Carson Wentz for the Philadelphia Eagles against the New Orleans Saints. But 
I would stay away from this. Hertz is facing a tough Saints defense. You knew that Saints would come out of, come out of the year having one of the better defenses in the league, but he is facing a tough Saints defense in his first career start. Not a safe play at all. At running back. Christian McCaffrey, he may not be back as expected. He's now dealing with a thigh injury. This is his third injury that he's had this year uh, that he's dealing with. So don't bail on on Mike Davis just yet. That being said, McCaffrey may still play, so keep an eye on that. It's still kind of up in the air at this point. Uh, uh, just to get, not to get you no, off, go but, ahead. but I'm going to go ahead and say this. Christian McCaffrey should not play this season. I would agree with that. Pack statement. it in. You got that one game in. You got hurt. Save your save your career. I'd agree with that assessment. If, if don't, don't take the miles off of you if you don't need to. Let, that's exactly Mike Davis right. is fine. Tay Bridgewater should be back this week. That's a great point. That's a, that's absolutely the direction I'd go in. But I'm not a coach. Yeah. <laughs> nor nor am I Christian McCaffrey. But uh, Deion, moving forward. DeAndre Swift, we've been watching him for weeks. Of course, you know, he had, he was recovering from a concussion. Then last week he had a non-COVID sickness. Uh, but he's another one to keep an eye on if he's available. If he can play, put him in your lineup. Uh, he's got a very favorable matchup against Green Bay, who does not have a great run defense whatsoever. So, But, uh, again, keep an eye to see if he's available. For the Washington football team, J.D. McKissick is in for the injured Antonio Gibson. And especially if you're in a PPR league, McKissick caught 10 balls last week for 70 yards. And you'll know he'll get plenty of looks from Alex Smith out of the backfield as uh, Alex Smith likes to dump off uh, a lot of passes and such. And uh, at wide receiver, it's likely that you're set. But one guy that's kind of boomer bust is Cole Cole Beasley on Buffalo. Last week he had nine catches for 130 yards and a touchdown last week. He's still available in 35% of leagues out there, so he's my beer best waiver wire pickup there. At tight end, now in case you haven't noticed, Zach Ertz came back from IR for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's going to be a familiar target for Jalen Hurts in his first career start, so that could be another guy uh, to look at uh, but he, even even though I said stay away from Jalen Hurts, he may be wanting to go to the in the short field to uh, Zach Ertz quite a bit. Another guy that could be uh, an option for you is Cole Komet on Chicago. Now the rookie he has been coming alive as of late. He had another touchdown this past week. Uh, yet. He has Mitchell Trubisky as his quarterback, so a huge downside there. The thing is, he's a big guy, so it's easy for him to throw a wobbly, horrible pass from five yards away and him to catch it. So So. he may get a lot of targets, so that's your best bet for this week in fantasy football. Good luck to all you playoff teams, all you others, and uh, are just playing for pride. (laughs) And the Sacco. And to not get the Sacco. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, taking a look at the uh, the Pickums and point spreads for college and NFL. Yeah, go ahead and start off uh, because there's not a Thursday or Friday game that uh, is the top 25 team. So, kicking it off 10 a.m. Saturday morning, Mountain Time. Uh, number one, Bama taking on Arkansas. Bama is favored by 32. I think they're going to win by like 60. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a rough one for Arkansas. This is Bama all the way. Number nine, Georgia versus number 25, Mizzou. 
Uh, Georgia's favored by 13. I'm going to stick with Georgia. Surprised you didn't go Mizzou. You know, I actually did change my pick on this ever since we had these like typed up. We laminate them and everything. Uh, you know, but but uh, I actually Sleep did change. Yeah, right, right. No, I actually did change my pick. I'll show you right there. I didn't mark yeah. it out. Uh, but I am going with uh, Mizzou to beat the spread. I don't know that they'll win this game, but this will be a shootout, and I think it'll. I think it will be a good one. I think it's going to be tighter. All right, number eleven, Oklahoma versus West Virginia. Oklahoma's favored by fourteen. I mean, as much as I want to say West by God, Virginia, because it's my favorite thing to do with West Virginia, I'm going with Ohio State or o- Oklahoma. Yeah, absolutely. And Oklahoma's been playing pretty well as of late, and, and uh, I think they're going to keep rolling right here. As uh, uh, I, I think they'll beat the spread on this one. Number fourteen, Northwestern taking on Illinois. Northwestern is favored by fourteenth. Yeah, go ahead and say they're going to win by more than 14. Sorry, yeah, love you. They've been impressive all year, and uh, it's tough to bet against them at this point in the season, uh, especially against Illinois. So, yeah, Northwestern in this. Number 21, Colorado taking on Utah. No point spread on this, but Colorado's probably going to win it. Kudos to Colorado for coming coming up in the rankings and such. I did not expect them to be ranked at this point. But, uh, yeah, I'll go with Colorado over Utah. Number 13, Coastal Carolina, our boys, taking on Troy, mm-hmm. favored by only 13 and a half. I'm only gonna, 13 and a half. Uh, <laughs> no one knows uh, where Troy is, so we're, we're going to go with Coastal Carolina, right? Yeah, Coastal <laughs> Carolina in this one as well, yeah. Number 10, Miami taking on number 17, UNC. We talked about this one earlier. Mm-hmm. Miami is favored by three. I'm going with UNC. I'm taking the upset. I am as well. Yeah, I, I, I think that UNC, they've shown all year how unpredictable their offense can be, and I, I, I think they're going to kind of surprise Miami on this. Number 16, Iowa taking on Wisconsin. Wisconsin is favored by one point. Not going to sleep on Wisconsin. I think they're going to win this one. I, I agree. I, I don't think Wisconsin's as bad as the, what they've shown in, in a, a, a couple games. And we can't say it's bad. They've played some good competition throughout the year. But I think uh, this is one that they take. They're better than being 2-2. Two and two. Absolutely. Take a look at number 20, Texas versus Kansas. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed my note in there. <laughs> I did, yes. Uh, but UT... 29 and a half, LOL. LOL. Yeah, <laughs> because it's going to be a whole lot more than that. Yes, uh, yeah, I will. I would. I would bet uh, Texas by 70 in this. Because yeah, uh, remember, we started the season with Coastal Carolina beating Kansas. Absolutely, yeah, and uh, I mean we, by a lot. Yeah, by a lot. It wasn't. I remember we looked up because we were seeing it like beat ups, and we looked yeah. up, <laughs> and I was like. Coastal Carolina is beating Kansas by like thirty points. Yeah, right. Uh, we were. Just, it's probably not accurate, but I mean, still, I remember yeah. us just being like, "Wait a second. Yeah, <laughs> I think it ended up being like fifty something. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what our memory is. Yeah, says, so anyways. Texas all the way. Yeah, uh, going with number six, Florida taking on LSU. Florida <laughs> favored by twenty three. Not gonna take LSU on this one. Yeah, the Florida Trasks. They're gonna. They're gonna. Take, they're gonna take this one against LSU. It's been a rough year for LSU, and that's gonna continue. Number twenty-two, Oklahoma State taking on Baylor. Oklahoma State's favored by five and a half. I think their defense is gonna be too much for Baylor to handle. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be uh, far too much for them to handle. Oklahoma State's, and they've played some good teams all year, and and uh, this one's going to be, I think they're going to ride this one pretty easily. 
Number 15, USC versus UCLA. Kind of surprised on the, the spread. USC is only favored by two and a half, even though they're ranked in UCLA. is not. Uh, I'm going to stick with USC because UCLA yeah. doesn't really feel good football teams. Anymore. No, not, not necessarily. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with USC as well. as. Uh, uh, yeah, I was shocked it was only two and a half, but uh, USC pretty easy in that one. Number 15, BYU taking on San Diego State. Uh, BYU is favored by 16 and a half. I think that BYU has doubt now. And I'm going to San Diego State. <laughs> wow, really? That they're just kind of just going to dump the whole season here? Uh, no, I, I'm I'm going to stick with BYU. Uh, I mean, you know, they they kind of show that they they have more than enough tools to to make that happen. So I, I'm going to go with BYU. Going to go with the local flavor here. Boise State is taking on the Pokes, Wyoming. Boise State is favored by 11 and a half. I think the. Boise State's going to pull this one off. Yes. I'm not going to say that one too loud. No, as, yeah, I think that I had to buy too. Donuts and, and the last that, time. That's, that's going to end up being the end of our show, pretty much, <laughs> as no one's going to listen to us now. But yeah, Boise State. I had to buy Donuts the last time uh, I, I went against Wyoming and was right. <laughs> so we're just going to go ahead and skip on over to the NFL. Just dance on out. Tonight, sure. Tonight's game. Got the Pats taking on your Rams. Yep. Rams favored by five. I'll go ahead and stick with the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Rams. I mean, I I, I think the Pats are going to have a tough time scoring. If uh, Jared Goff can limit the mistakes, uh, then I think the Rams can get that point spread pretty easily. And then Sunday's nightcap, I accidentally put that first. Steelers and Bills. Buffalo is favored by two and a half. I'm going to go with the Steelers. You know what? This is an interesting game because uh, this was the first loss that I had on the schedule. Once they got to about like six or seven and zero, yeah. I, I was thinking, okay, well they're probably going to lose to Buffalo. I don't like when they play them, and so I'm going to go ahead and stick with that because, as I said, I think wa- the Washington football team kind of exploited some things uh, against the Steelers, and uh, I'm going to go with the Bills in this one. They're they're kind of rolling right now. All right, Texans taking on the Bears. Texans are favored by one. Might as well put 100 behind there. <laughs> Texans are going to win this one. Yeah, I'm going to take Texans as well. I think it will be a little bit lower scoring than we expect, but uh, Texans over the Bears. I'm fully anticipating that the Bears are going to lose their last 10 games total. I mean, it, it depends. I mean, you know, their their defense is still relatively decent, but, you know, they have the Trubisky's at off <laughs> as, as the, as their quarterback. So a game so bad that it got flexed out the Bengals and the Cowboys. Oh, Cause man. that was supposed to have been the, uh, the Sunday night game, but it yeah. got flexed because right. neither team is good. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys are favored by two and a half. You know, go with the Cowboys because they literally lost their entire offense. The Bengals did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Imagine America's team. I put air quotes around that, by the way. Uh, but imagine America's team getting flexed out. Uh, but yes, they uh, this you know, game is going to be kind of bad. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Cowboys. I mean, Andy Dalton uh, can, can still uh, manufacture some sort of points. I was surprised what they did. They were able to do against the Ravens this past week. But and uh, so they're at least pretty relatively competitive. And I, I think they'll get this one over the Bengals. Also, Andy Dalton's going to have a chip on his shoulder because he was basically of fired. Yeah, from, from <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like you're so bad you can't play in Cincinnati. Yeah, so there is that factor. Dolphins and Chiefs. Chiefs favored by seven. I'll go ahead and stick with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'll go with the Chiefs for the just main uh, factor of the Patrick Mahomes factor. Really, uh, yeah, the uh, Dolphins. I yeah, I can't see them staying in this one. Giants versus Cardinals. Cardinals are favored by a point and a half. I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to say that the Giants. They've been on a roll. They're trying to get that, you know, losing season uh, playoff clinch. Yeah. 
And, and, and you know what? Uh, Arizona's been kind of in a downward spiral right now. And, uh, you know, the Giants, Giants are on the upswing. Uh, then they're leading the NFC East right now, as crazy as that sounds, at what, five and seven? Uh, so it's yeah. going to be, uh, you know, whether <laughs> uh, they have uh, Wayne Gallman's running the ball pretty well. And I know that Arizona, they struggle against the run. The Rams pretty much ran right all, all over them uh, last week. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Giants in this one. It's going to be great whenever the 2020 Super Bowl champs going to be the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Vikings and Bucks. Uh, the the Bucks are favored by six and a half. Uh, there's no reason for me to not think that Tom Brady isn't going to win this one. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and he just wait, wrote Tom Brady. That's, uh, that's exactly <laughs> right. As my pick, I put Tom Brady. I think he's going to go. a winner. <laughs> I, I, I think he's going to go off in this one. That, you know, they're 7 and 5. And honestly, Buccaneers have actually played a relatively tough schedule this year. Uh, but I think this one, I think, you know, they're coming off their bye week. Tom Brady's going to come out just wanting to throw it all over the field, and and uh, I think he's going to do so with that uh, very talented receiver squad, and I think they're going to put up a lot of points and uh, win, win this one pretty easily. And the next game, and we'll also get us kicked out of Wyoming. The Broncos are taking on the Panthers. <laughs> uh, there's no spread on that, but I think Teddy, uh, Teddy Two Gloves is going to be a little too much for anything the Broncos can muster up. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I, I think, uh, yeah, the Panthers, they have too much talent on offense for uh, for Denver to stick with them right now because uh, there's a lot of question marks in Denver's off- offense. As as much as uh, they have some solid, strong points in there, obviously, Melvin Gordon, Jared Judy, and, and more, but at the same time, uh, just too many questions. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with the Panthers. Jags and Titans. Titans are favored by seven and a half. Yeah, stick with the Titans on that one. Yeah, I'll I'll stick with the Titans. I mean, uh, I, you know, I think they're going to be ready to come back uh, after that loss last week against Cleveland and such. So uh, the, the Jags, they're just not going to be all hang. I think Gardner Minshew's back this week because I read that he had begged for the smart starting job back. He did. Uh, yeah. uh, um, but you know, I I'd, I'd, I'd say Tennessee's going to roll this one pretty well, and and uh, I think Peyton Tannehill is going to be back this week. He was back last week. He, yeah. he made some good plays last he week. He did, yeah. And he was sitting on my bench on fantasy. Uh, <laughs> Colts and Raiders. The Colts are favored by three. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I think the I think Gruden's gonna gonna out They're the same team basically, first off. Yeah. Yeah. They they I mean they pretty yeah. much are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, you know, I think Colts in, the, in this one, Colts have been winning some tough games le- uh, recently. You know, they beat Green Bay a few weeks back in that overtime victory uh, last week, you know, hanging on to beat Houston, who's playing every team tough uh, right now. But um, yeah, I, I think the Colts in this one, they, they're uh, they they're putting just enough up there to beat teams. And uh, I think uh, Raiders are still kind of struggling. All right. The Jets and the Seahawks. Seahawks are favored by 13 and a half. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. They, they went pretty uh, easily in this one. I wrote sea bags on yeah, my. No, on, I, I mean, that that was what I used to call them when I like you know I was had this vengeful rival against them because of the Rams. Anyway, uh, but I'll. I'll but you still have. Yeah, I, I do. But uh, the Seahawks, yeah, they will uh, win this one very easily. Seahawks by twenty. All right, Lions and Packers. Packers are favored by a seven and a half. I'm going to stick with the Packers. I'm going to say that the Lions stick with Green Bay in this game. I'm not going to say that they're going to beat them outright, but I think they're going to beat that spread because for whatever reason, it always seems that when there's a Packers and Lions game, it always comes down to a one possession game, as for whatever reason that is. But I'm going to say so. I'm going to, and plus. 
this is also kind of biased on my part because uh, there's about five players on the uh, five Green Bay players on the team that's going against me in the playoffs, and for that to uh, not come to fruition of them beating me, I need the Lions defense to step up. So, so against Packers by ninety. <laughs> All right, Saints and Eagles. Saints are favored by six and a half. I'm going to stick with the Saints. Yeah, I'll go with the Saints. You know, it's uh, the first start for uh, Jalen Hurts. And uh, even though, you know, I, I hope he plays well, but at the same time, uh, Saints are just too tough, even with Taysom Hill uh, at quarterback. Two years in a row, the Saints have had uh, Drew Brees get injured mm-hmm. and miss a miss decent time. amount of games. Oh, yeah. And they're still just as good. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's kind of crazy the way it's worked out, but I mean, you know, they're still in the NFC South right now, and uh, going into this one, and uh, it's still going to be at least another week before Drew Brees comes back. But I mean, you know, this is another week they're looking probably at a win. Yeah, because they're they're looking at what their eleventh win on the season this week. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, Falcons and Chargers, a game that nobody wants to watch. Uh, <laughs> Falcons are favored by two and a half. I'm going to stick with the Falcons. I'm going to go with the Chargers because Atlanta has the worst defense in the league. So I'm gonna, they do have the worst defense I'm, in the league. But. I'm going to say that Justin Herbert's going to be putting up some points, as will uh, Keenan Allen's going uh, to be putting up some fancy points. So watch watch that. My problem with the Chargers is mainly it seems like they just don't know how to win. No, the they really don't. Them. But at the same time, I don't think Atlanta does either. Well, the, they know how to win, but they also know how to let the other team come back and beat them. Exactly. So yeah. uh, I think both of them kind of do that. So they're really the same team. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably be a shootout, and it's probably going to be uh, you know some 33-31 game or something. The football team is taking on the Niners. San Francisco is favored by three and a half points. I'm going with the football team. I'm going with the football team as well. They have they've been kind of impressive this year. I they're I mean even at their record right now, it's better than what I thought they would be coming into the season. And Alex Smith, by the way, kudos to him for you know he's just him stepping on the field. He's comeback player of the year. But I mean uh, the go through the adversity that he's come through and uh, still put together some solid games for them. I, I, you know, that's awesome. So I, I think uh, the football team in this one. All right, finally, our Monday night game, the Browns and the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are favored by a point. I'm going to stick with the Ravens because I think they just have a little bit more mm-hmm. than the Browns have. Yeah. And I, Lamar Jackson is going to come back. Yeah. Well, he came back last week and he was – very dominant. And yeah, I think he's going to do that again. Yeah, I think right now this is going to be a dangerous time down the stretch to play Baltimore throughout for any team throughout the rest of the season because John Harbaugh and just for whatever reason it seems that like his team just always turns it on at this point in the season. And uh, yeah, they, I think they're going to be tough to play. They're going to be back more healthier, even healthier than they were last week, um, as you know they've had some people recover from the COVID list and such. Uh, I, I think they're going to be. I, I think they take this over Cleveland. All right, that is going to do it for us. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday probably to uh, to cover Super Tuesday mm-hmm. and everything that's going on uh, with college basketball because there are just so many college basketball games happening in a week. We have to split this into two. Yep. And so that means that you need to go ahead and make sure whatever you're listening to us on that you set up a notification because like Tuesday you'd be like, oh, this is like my middle of the week treat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah I can, I can right. listen to them argue about college basketball. Great. <laughs> Great. Right. All right. We'll see you Tuesday. Bye. You just listened to the pregame with Matt and Jax.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.